Living in the movie number 20. Right. And we're on video right now. That's right. And so there's there's two there's two sides or there's two poles of the, of today's talk and one is about implementing solutions to social problems on the ground level. And then the other part of this is back to the shadow again, back to the shadow in our own unconscious, in the culture, or in other words, the sources of our personal and collective darkness or evil, and how that we are going to be thwarted in our efforts to make changes in society um, to the degree that we cannot or will not come to terms with the destructive force in the universe, how that it's ubiquitous, how that it's living through us all in this domain we call the shadow, and how that our inability to see um, cultural darkness and how it's so integrated into society, into governance, and because we, we deny it and we're so afraid of it that we are now blocked from being able to take the next step in our evolution. Right. And so we're going to talk about that whole thing. Is there anything you wanted to uh, Yeah, so say? I want to just preface it by a couple things. So um, this is a couple days after um, President Trump launched a bunch of missiles into Syria. And um, so there's just chaos never ending. Yeah, a lot of us libertarians were hopeful that, that you know, Americanism shall be our credo, not globalism. We were hoping that that would last, right? Yeah, well, actually, I did hear that since January, they've already been launching missiles, so... Yeah, in a way, it's kind of just a continuance of what's already been going on. It's nothing new. But, um... Anyway, so the chaos is never-ending, and then I, the other thing I would want to preface this with is that I've been going through a mini Negrito this winter. Um, I've been sick like three times, and um, deeper layers of my psyche have come up and doing some really serious... Uh, integrating and healing yep um, without going into a victim mentality or a mentality that there's something wrong with me right I see this as part of the evolution of my own consciousness part of my individuation right and I'm using this mini Negrito as a tool um, so 
I just wanted to preface with that so that if my energy seems a little bit lower <laughs> than usual, that that's why. Yeah, well, um, well, this is actually, let's just start with that then because, you know, this is one of the, this is part of the side of coming to terms. This is part of the side of coming to terms with personal and collective darkness. And that is, is coming to terms with polarity and coming to terms with cycles. And it's something that we in the West were very linear in our thinking. And, um, but that's, that's just a, a very zoomed in view because when you zoom out, you see that everything's happening in cycles right. and that for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Right. So you can't expect that your own evolution or the evolution of your society is not going to also um, be within the context of the down cycle. The right. down cycle, the winter time, the negrito, the death part of every cycle, whether it's a large 80 year or 8,000 year cycle, or whether it's a daily cycle or weekly or a monthly cycle, you're going to experience some kind of a dark night. You're going to have that. This and that's, is, that's yeah. part of growing up, really. Right, and that's what I um, was mentioning the other day in the little video I made was that we have a very difficult time in the West accepting these dark nights, accepting the Negrito, accepting the dark the dark nature of the culture. Mm -hmm. We want to just keep going towards the light, right. which and towards joy, which is completely natural. You see right. it in children. Right. They're always moving back towards joy. Yeah, that's but life. But you can't negate mm -hmm. all the other emotions and right. all the other um, experiences in life, right. which are destructive or are sad right. or. This all is these a deep philosophical things. truth. I mean, it's anybody that, that looks into um, this from a philosophical point of view will realize that meaning um, what we what we call meaning what we attribute meaning to in our own lives is contextually dependent on the fact that suffering exists right. without suffering being within our mythology you could say um, then the journey itself doesn't even make any sense without the antagonist. And you can see this. The, the, the movie makes no sense. You see this every day. You see it in nature every day. Things grow, things die. Right. There's natural cycles right. of evolution and destruction. And the way we look at things in systems is that same similar as above, so below. Uh-huh, self-similarity, yep. Right? So if this is happening in biology, right? you see it in the universe, yeah. in physics. It's going to be in your society. It's going to be in your culture, and it's going to be in your own life. That's right. So how do we come to terms with this? And How do we completely accept it? in our own being in our culture right and actually move towards evolution like we're doing naturally anyway right well first let's dispel the first the the, the most common myth about this is that if you focus on darkness then you will fall into it this is what we this is what we think is is that if you if you go study darkness if you go study the devil if you go study um 
the shadow, if you go study dysfunction, evil is, is a good word, then you, it might, you might get some of it on you. You might be, you know, compelled towards it. Don't touch it because it might get you. Right? This is a Western concept. Oh, it's a Western concept. Because in shamanism and in right. Eastern religions, they, Tibetan Buddhism, you right. see all this, these demons. Oh, and, yeah. And all this. All these symbolic, these symbols of evil, yeah. right, exactly, are present in the mythology and present in the spirituality. And there's ritual. And there's ritual to address it. So right. in the West, we have this problem, in the modern West. And probably all the the major religions have this problem. This it's a patriarchal religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's you're right. It's a it's a problem of patriarchy. Now we can go into kind of some theories as to why this is. And it's very interesting, and we have kind of a whole thing about that, about how that we use our repressed shadow energy as fuel for colonization. Right. And so that's kind of part of it. But let's just go into let's just go into our experience about looking at evil in the culture and its correlate inside the psyche which we call the shadow and how that the more you look at it the more you model it the more you come to terms with it the more you make sense out of it the less powerful it is you actually gain um, altitude over it you actually gain perspective you gain wisdom and you gain power out of the whole thing right. and the more you push it away no that's just a conspiracy theory or no he or she wouldn't do something like that right. or you know just always making excuses for why evil can't be in the world right. then um, the more you are giving it permission to grow right and that and that's why it's so important to allow yourself to feel all the different emotions that happen like right right in front of us this little child right you know i mean these things happen you know that was that was pretty minor yeah 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 did you see the stop sign yeah and you didn't stop no so so these so it's very important not to push away what we say are negative emotions. You don't want to become a slave to your negative emotions, but you don't want to push them away. Right, so this is an art and a science of doing shadow work. And we always talk about John Ruskin's process, uh, emotional clearing, or what we call emotional processing. And, you know, this is a big part of our work too, but I think today we're kind of... um, we're not on that so much, but but I should just say that um, once you get used to accepting the dark side of your own psyche, once you start doing enough inventory of your own psyche and start kind of coming to terms with what's in there and how that you have all the same stuff in you that you consider to be evil in the world. Right. And once you kind of come to terms with that and you accept the fact that you're going to have all these many dark nights and this is just a part of reality, um, then working through your wounds, which is a big part of your shadow, becomes more like 
you know, it's not that big of a deal really. Sure, it's uncomfortable, but how many things do we do in the world when we build something, when we build a new house, when we build a family, when we build a business, how much suffering do we go through? And yet, look, we've built this whole civilization. We've suffered so much. Every time you say, I'm gonna take on a project and I'm gonna do something great, you're good. It's going to come with a lot of suffering. Right. So when you say I'm going to take on the project of evolving myself from the inside out, right. yeah, you're going to come into a lot of garbage. You're going to go through that. And it's not that big of a deal. The only difference is, is that in our society, there's not a lot of modeling for this because we're an outward moving society. Right. And there's hardly anybody out there in the culture that's saying... Hey man, the whole thing is about developing yourself from the inside out. Point your attention inward. Right. It's just the same thing as anything else. It's just inward. But the other problem what happens is they go to the other extreme and and victimization and and becoming consumed with being a victim. This is part of the this is when this when this shadow material takes hold of your ego. And it has your ego. Right. We're talking about separating the ego from the lower emotions, from the old wounds. And our whole society now is basically honoring victims. Yeah, too. we're going through that part of the societal negrito. Right. Is the, is the victimhood is coming up into the society. It's getting integrated right. into the politics, into the law. Right. And it's now becoming a whole culture of victimhood. Right. Right. It was just coming through. It's coming through the progressive wing of the of the of the politics and our medicine, our medical establishment. also. But that's not to say that the other wing of our politics isn't responsible because it is, too, because right. that side is denying the victimhood. Right. How many people who are more libertarian or who are more uh, right leaning politically will not even entertain a conversation with you about how destructive civilization has been. Oh yeah, I had They just run away from it. I had to start uh, somebody online. I posted something negative about the the bombing and this uh, someone on the right posted start going into you know, I'll sacrifice anything for babies or whatever and I was trying to get him to look at history um and start baby killings how we got here man exactly it's how we got here yeah some really good documentaries that we've been watching lately yeah um ken burns documentaries like the west the civil war documentary uh you'll get everything uh, oliver stone's history of the untold history of the united states right those three documentaries really put it right back into your face right of they're all on netflix how amazing this culture is and how it has an equal opposite oh, how absolutely whole, gruesome, gruesome western society is right and uh, right. so, yeah, that's that side, the denial of the absolute uh, genocide and destruction of, of entire cultures. And um, So whether you're projecting the evil out, whether you're saying, oh, the evil's out there, it's this person, it's that person, it's Russia, it's the Democrats, it's the Republicans, it's the these people, it's the that people. Everybody's projecting evil onto their own scapegoat. 
And it's either the projection process of evil or it's the denial process or both. No, don't want to, I don't want to see that. No, I'm not going to admit to that. No, that couldn't possibly be Denial, real. Denial and then taking on the victimhood so that it actually becomes who you are. Or taking on other shadow um, emotions like rage. Right. And integrating that rage into your persona so now you are the angry, sadistic warrior. Right. Or you are the angry, um, uh, deprived, depraved, depressed, sick sick victim. Right. It's one or the other. That's the, the, that's the pulls. And then we all vary somewhere in the middle going. So, so anybody that's listening to this conversation is starting to get the point of behind all of the politics, behind the society, is all of the psychic energetics that are moving through all of us. Right. And they're collective and they're personal. And there is a whole energetic world. We call it culture. Right. And in the individual, we call it the mind. Right. And it's a totally interconnected ecosystem. And all of the junk that you don't want to face manifests itself in one way or another in your life right. or in your society right. in ways that you kind of can't see right. because you won't see it in yourself. So right. you rationalize it. So you say, oh, this is the reason why we have to bomb that country. Or this right. is the reason why I have to do this or do that because, um, because we have to have a rationale to be able to deal with this material right. that, um, that we have not really developed the courage or ability to face yet. Right. So this is where we get to implementing solutions. How could we possibly implement some next level of solutions on the ground when half of the universe, the destructive side of the universe, is shut out of our consciousness. Right. It's pushed down into the shadow. Or it's projected out. Or it's projected out. How could we possibly develop a more mature society when this whole range of human destructiveness is rationalized or projected or denied or whatever, and we have no experience with it as a culture? Right. And um, we're totally immature when it comes to facing these things. Right. We're held back in our psycho-spiritual maturity into adolescence mm -hmm. until we can start to do something with this material. Right. I, I would say that if you Google any kind of alternative solutions to all the problems that we have on our planet right now uh -huh. there is someone out there who's had the idea oh for energy problems for uh income inequality for Everything. whatever it is there's every kind of idea in the book is out there being floated oh yeah and more and some, to come and some of them are being implemented on a smaller scale right you know in like some eco villages some of them are, oh yeah all but kinds of things why isn't the majority of the culture getting this yeah why aren't they taking it on it's available and to everybody now this is what we think is because of this lack and lack of willingness mm -hmm. to go into the dark side of the culture right. and our own, and then after that, or at the same time, into our own dark parts of but, our society. Because here's what's going to happen. When you get an epiphany, something brilliant about 
it's something that you now want to implement in your own life, or you want to collaborate with other people and create something new for society, and you say, wow, that's amazing, and you get that epiphany, and you want to start working on that, right. you're going to start walking right into all the oppositional forces in your right. own psyche and collectively right. that don't want that to happen. Their source, you're going to trace them back to the ugliest roots, and then you're going to set out or run away. Right, because this unconscious material actually becomes has a life cycle of its own. Right. On bigger scales, on the cultural scale, and even in our own psyche, what we found that it actually becomes. A parasitic. Yeah, it is a parasitic cycle, psychic force, energy system that right. becomes autonomous, right, and has a life cycle of its own, and just trying to survive and does not want evolution to happen. That's just the way yes. that it is. Yes, the shadow, as the Jungians have talked about it, is actually a a real domain. Of, of of electromagnetic psycho spiritual um, okay, life that is parasitic to what we would call good, parasitic to what we would call life, what we would generally call life, and just like how in okay, just go into the grass right over here, or over into the trees or over there, and just look and see how many parasites there are living off of those trees, right. living off of those creatures. Or at, go into our body. Or go into your body. There's parasitic entities everywhere. Right. And when you don't deal with shadow material, it becomes integrated into your DNA. You pass it on intergenerationally. We know this now. And it becomes autonomous programs in your psyche that need to live on. And they are transmitted throughout the whole civilization. This isn't science fiction. This is just really um, taking uh, the Jungian understanding of the mind and the collective unconscious to the next step, logical step. And it's not even a big deal. Although, and the way you can really figure this out for yourself is to start watching your own thoughts and emotions. It's very oh, easy. Oh yeah. You start doing inventory, really serious scientific inventory on your own states, and you will find that there are destructive states which are cyclical, which have a feeding cycle, and we call them addictions, we call them neuroses, we call them pathologies, whatever name you want to give them. Right. But they are parasitic systems of the mind. And they exist in the culture, too. Right. And they can have an effect, and they do have an effect on your physical body. And they do? Oh, absolutely. Now, I'm not saying, although you you can go in this place, but I'm not attributing this to other dimensional archons and all this. I'm staying right there at the psychological understanding of the shadow. Right. Okay. But so, this is what is opposing us in any of our ideas about maturing or working on or the society. Implementing, implementing. All these wonderful ideas. Right. The shadow in the culture, the shadow in the individual, the shadow in the family unit, family, the shadow in the community unit. These, this is the material that is oppositional to our growth. And the individual or the society that 
cannot or will not come to terms with this material cannot evolve. Period. Period. Say it right out. Period. You got all kinds of great ideas. You want to implement them. Watch. When you start doing it, these forces are oppositional to you. Right. They live through other human beings and they will come against you. Right. And you will either sell out or give up. Um, if what you're doing is truly evolutionary, if what you're doing is just a repeat of what already exists, start a new pizza place or whatever, you're well, going to you be able to do that. Yeah, you won't have the same kind of opposition. You won't have the same kind of opposition. You want to do something truly evolutionary, you're going to come up against great forces in yourself and in the society. And if you don't have any kind of map of what those are and how that works, you're doomed. Right. So this is where implementing solutions on the ground for anything are intrinsically tied to this requirement that we understand how the destructive force in the universe works, right. the so-called shadow. Right. And um, hey, that's why we're always on this subject, right? Right, because every time we start looking out there in the culture and what's going on in the world, and then we, we see how people are responding and reacting to that, we see this lack of consciousness yeah. of this very topic. Right. right. And this topic should be a science within itself because there's so much to learn right. about how these destructive forces work in our psyche and the culture. Right. You know, and the universe that Look, Carl Jung had a very good he had a very good mapping of this. He was using some terminology and some understandings that came along with his his place in history. A lot of people don't really um, want to use the kind of terminology that Jung was using. So what we're doing is we're saying let's just reinterpret his concepts into a more 21st century understanding. Right. But regardless, the biggest reason why people didn't take what Jung brought into the world, which was just a revitalization of the principles of alchemy, the reason why they didn't take it is because he said over and over and over and over and over again, one does not become enlightened by imagining figures of light, but by making the darkness conscious. Right. And over and over and over again, his individuation process, his understanding of cultural darkness always pointed back to doing your shadow work. Right. And so this is all, even a lot of Jungians sort of tiptoe around this and stuff. Right, because when it comes to actually doing the individuation work, if you bypass the negrito, the shadow, you're not going to evolve. That's just the way that it is. Period. Period. You can't bypass the winter and get spring and summer. And it is a refinement process. There's layers upon layers of it. Yeah, there's one negrito after the next after the next. And you don't have to have a gigantic dark night of the soul every, you know, every day that you have to process this, this material. No. No. Those, usually, those are few times in your life. Right. It comes in cycles and you'll start to be able to recognize those cycles in yourself. Right. And each time the cycle shows up you have a little more separation, a little bit more awareness, right. so that that's, you can learn more within the cycle, and then eventually yeah. the cycle will shrink. The cycles do start to shrink. The destructive addictive cycles, they shrink. They will shrink enough. And your ego state goes above them. Where they don't have the same effect on your life. No, they don't have the same kind of pull. 
Right. So you see how, how deep this kind of subject is, how important, how deep, how difficult this kind of stuff is, and we're just scratching the sub surface here. Right. Um, and so, and you can see why this is such a problem, especially for a society that's so light-centric and outward-moving. Right. Um, and so, if you have this kind of a gigantic elephant in the living room and no one can see it, right. uh, you're going to get the same stuff you're getting now. Exactly. Over and over and over again. People are saying... There's no president that's going to yeah, stop it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Why do we keep getting the same thing? Right. Why? Why did this this particular president president let us down? Right. You know why? 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 Or denying that they did le let you down? Oh yeah. Either way. Yeah. Right. Right. Um. Why is it that the same? Right. You know, the same destruction, the same wars, the deep state. Why doesn't more people know? about right. the way the deep state or the CIA... Well, see, those people are getting close. The people who are saying, I want to look at the deep state, I want to look at the shadow government, I want to look at all the criminality that's going on inside right. government, they're the closest to this. Right. Because they're, um, they're taking responsibility for the dark side of the universe as it manifests in in the greater collective right. or in the in the systems of, of, of society. Right. And the next step is to mirror turn the mirror back around. Right, because what tends to happen it's it's a black hole that all this dark cultural material is a black hole and it will suck you in. Right. Um because unless or you it can it can definitely suck you in they just spend years of their life just getting sucked, sucked deeper, deeper, deeper into this hole. Hole of what conspiracy and and of and the deep the, state and the, the deep the bad guys darkness. out there. Right, but the fact is, when you start to do your own inventory and you start to look at why have I been so interested in unmasking all this evil in the world out there? Right. You will find that there's a part of you that wants to do it in your own life. Oh, yeah. This there is, this is right. a part of you. Right. You wouldn't have been attracted to all this dark stuff if you didn't know somewhere your soul is telling you this is the way it is and this is in me and I've got to get to the root of it because I know that it's evolution time. Yeah. This is my evolution time. Well, earlier in the beginning, I said, if you look at evil, I said, I said, we think that if you look at evil, it'll suck you in and it won't. And now you're saying that it will. And here's how I want to clarify that. Right. Is, is that if you go into evil with no consciousness of what you're doing, it can suck you in. But if you go into it as a magician, as an alchemist, right. in a uh, tempered way. Right. Um, and then, then no, it's just like a homeopathy or, right. or whatever. It's like, or taking a vaccination. Yeah, it's an you take inoculation. a little bit of the, it's an inoculation. You take a little bit of the poison right. inside of you to teach your body about the nature of this poison so that your body can evolve I was a little just, bit at a time. I think I was just addressing the people who continually 
keep externalizing the situation. But that's a stage. I went through that. You went no, through that. You have to actually that. go into the cultural shadow it's for some true. time. And there may be people who are listening to this that that's exactly what they need to do right now. Yeah, definitely. But there's also people... I don't want to deter people from doing that. Yeah, no. That's very, 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 very important. Has to be done. Yeah. But there's also people watching this right. who have been studying the dark side. Right. They know all about it. Right. And those people are ready to take the next stage yeah, and, and turn and, all that into your own psyche. That's and, all I'm saying. Right. And then the more people that do that and bring this material into the collective consciousness, into the culture, um, then the more we get the inoculation. Right. Okay. So it's, it's, you're not going to go save other people from malaria if you go out and walk out into the world infected with a malaria right right that won't work and you can think you're helping it? people but you're not but, so but if you cure malaria in yourself and you become immune to a malaria now you can go into the world and work on help other people with malaria i would also ask this question to the people who have been studying the dark side for years yeah. and why is it that you can't convince people of the dark side in right. the culture right. why why is it? Because I think uh-huh. if you have some repressed yes. energy that hasn't been gone through in your own psyche, right. you will get back in your outer world exactly what it is that you need to see. That's right. So if you're seeing people that 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 it's hurting you because right. you can't get people to wake up right it literally hurts you right you see all this corruption you see all this destruction the same cycles going on over and over and over again and you cannot understand and it hurts you right that they won't wake up this could be people in your family or people that you talk to online why is this the answer is because you need to feel that emotion you need to process that emotion, that state that is coming up. When, when you face opposition in the world, it puts you through a shadow um, period. It, it puts you through a mini dark night. When you can't wake up people, you can't save this, you can't save that. You for years were telling people about 9-11 and stuff and just had people just... right. You know, oh, they, writing terrible things about oh, you. Yeah, they, and they, 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 exactly, or, or, or whatever. Yeah. Any kind of cultural darkness. And it, it hurt you at the time. And it did hurt me at the time. But you didn't understand why that was. Now you understand why that See, was. See, I had to embrace the denial in myself. I had to brace, embrace the grief in myself. Right. I had to embrace the rage and the anger and the frustration in myself and learn to metabolize these right. shadow emotions right. in a healthy way. And this was the impetus for it. There's all kinds of impetuses for it. This is well known that when you run into conflict in life, it's an opportunity to evolve. Right. It's, in other words, an opportunity for your ego to learn to metabolize shadow emotions, shadow states. Right. Right? So, hey, that's where we are. Right. And this is not to say 
that no one's going to be able to create anything new out there in the world unless they start doing shadow work on themselves. No, it happens all the time. But it is to say that there is a finite limit to how much of that can be done without this. Now, the other way that this can be done is that you can have a giant, irrational, unconscious cleansing like a world war, right. and all of this shadow energy can get transmuted through mass death, right. and then you can start on a new footing. And this is how it's been being done. That's how nature does it. That's how nature does it, but the conscious awake human being doesn't give in to that has one choice. They can do it in the alchemical awake way, but th this, you know, hey, it's difficult. And not everybody is inclined to do this, but we, we think that to the degree that you can do this, the more you can evolve without the mass cleansing. Right, and um, I feel that this is nature's way, uh, the alchemical way, is nature's way of evolving our consciousness, evolving ourselves oh. into the next phase. And there will be people who will hear this, oh, yeah. and it will ring a bell, and they'll say, Oh, I understand now. In other You're words, nature's nature is nature is the it is presenting to the culture, individuals, alchemists like ourselves and others right. who are showing, or first who are doing the experiments on themselves right. and then sharing that information with other alchemists right. so that there can be a greater movement of people who um, learn how to do this shadow transmutation work right. um, and so that we can evolve through in a cleaner way. Right. This is natural this is ancient information that's just been updated by our own experience that's it and we're not the only ones we're not the only but ones. i do have to tell you there's not too many of us right that i've found so far i think that's probably just because we haven't um you know made as much of an effort to get out there yet because we've been working on this stuff well also we're working on our own our own blockages, yeah. our own repressed yeah, trauma we're, and all this. Right. We're using our own psyche and our own bodies as an experiment. That's part of the process. And it's still going on. And it's still going on. So, Okay. yeah. So is that all we need to say? Well, I think we're getting to a, a pretty, uh, it's probably been around 30 minutes or something, so we should probably. Okay. Yeah? Unless yeah. you want to say something else before no, we go. No, I think it's pretty much really clear. Uh -huh. that this video goes out to um, people who are ready to hear it. Yep. So livinginthemovie.com, shadowtechbook.com. Uh, whoa, so all kinds of new stuff coming up, a new right. Shadow Tech website. Our music is almost out. So oh, One Experience. Uh, one Experience is almost out, so just stay in touch and um, more to come. See you yeah. soon. Bye. Okay, bye.